and welcome to the Ten Pence Arcade Podcast. My name is Victor Marland, aka Vertvec, and I'm Alex Crowley, aka Chucky Egg. We are the new invaders and hungry to do another podcast. I hunger. Well, Alex, we've just been mucking around here for an hour trying to get this thing right with our stupid microphones, and we're back to the same old one again. Yeah, I thought I was going to have a nice, sexy voice today, but um, with, well, my new, with my new mic, but um, wasn't going to happen, was you it? You do need a mic to have a sexy voice, people. <laughs> yeah. Right, a bit of news for the arcade scene. I just found out the other day the South Coast Slam is happening again. It's primarily a pinball thing down in Worthing in Sussex. When we were there last year? Yeah, excellent show. Got a few cabs there as well, though. little competition down at the end. Yeah, yeah, it was a tournament. Well, I wasn't yeah. into the tournament. It looked quite good, though. Some the, nice games there. Yeah, all the money went to charity. Excellent. Yeah, it was a good little competition. Oh, should we go into that? Yeah. On the 19th and 20th of April, www.southcoastslam.com. Cool. What was the Arcade Street in Paris you were looking at? I did. I saw that on one of the forums. There's a place in Paris called Arcade Street. Mm. I like the name of that straight away when I heard it. It, it reminds me a lot of the Heart of Gaming in Acton, which I'll get onto in a minute. There was a lot of candy cabs there. Quite a big place, I think. Uh, mainly fighting games and more modern stuff. Sort of yeah. Cave games, things like that. But there was. I did see a yellow Pac-Man in there. Well, I think it's the way, way to go, really, with an arcade. If it's going to stay alive, unless it is themed dedicated cabs and you know yeah. it's got an 80s theme to it but it looked pretty cool I'd definitely take it take a visit absolutely. there absolutely maybe they uh, swap the games around as well yeah I don't know. Quite good if they did. Yeah. that's what they've got in Japan though isn't it in Tokyo you've been over there Vic it's the kind yeah. of theme isn't it they do they, they do have a lot of old games as well but mainly it's, it's your uh, new net cities and your mm. new astro cities and your, your egrets and all this sort of well, modern you know, kind as long of as you can play everything on there I don't think it really oh, yeah, matters they, they, what you play it on they do play a lot of day. old games on there as well and, and god them guys are good at it Mm. The Arcade Street in Paris is very close to the Nation Metro Station, apparently. They do have a Facebook page, but as it was all in French, I couldn't really understand much of it. <laughs> oh, well, it's not far for us, is it? Train train journey under the tunnel? Absolutely. Yeah, no, romantic uh, yeah. thing. Considering we travel all the way up to uh, Blackburn, Lancashire for our gaming events, I don't think uh, it would be too much further. And Yorkshire, it? yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. We could always take the wives over there and sort of dump them somewhere. Yeah. And go off. <laughs> I'm sure they won't mind. I also uh, read on, I think it's slightly old bit of news now, there's a guy who played Missile Command for 57 hours straight, mm. and he scored nearly 82 million points. Yeah, that's a, I don't know, I don't get that myself. I don't, the, guy, the guy was hoping, or he wants to do a 100 hour gaming session. Yeah. That's just mad, isn't it? Well, it's an endurance test at the end of the day, isn't it? Are there it? any games um... you could play hours on one credit for? Pong? <laughs> you can't play that for hours, you fool. <laughs> I can, I can, I'm quite good quite at boring. Yeah, God. I can play a game called Kicker. Uh, it's also known as Shaolin's Road in Europe. I can play that for five hours. I'll play mm. it once on one credit for five hours. I've got six million points. I can't think of any arcade game I can do that on. I can no. think of loads of console games I can do it on, but not on arcade one games. Yeah. I, yeah. I used to play, back in the day, I used to play and complete Sonic 1, 2 and 3 in yeah. one sitting. Because I think anyone from like 3 onwards, they could save games. But before the save game thing came into it. I used to play them all the way through at one go. Right, well for me it was uh, Bruce Lee on the Sinclair Spectrum. Oh, I loved was, that on the Commodore 64. It was awesome. And I think it was about 20 levels. It wasn't particularly that hard, but it, they were enjo- very enjoyable it. levels to go through. The Green Yammo. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, the Black Ninjas. That's it. Yeah, I really liked that game. It was awesome, I loved wasn't it? it? Yeah. I also read on the same piece of news, a girl gamer. Yeah. Which is a bit unusual. I don't see many of those. I don't know many, apart from my wife. Caitlin Oliver broke the Splatterhouse arcade world record. Funny game to pick for a girl, isn't it? Yeah, well, I suppose she was a kid in the, in the 90s and liked the horror films and stuff, so yeah, yeah, she did really well. 
I don't really know the game that one. I think I played it once on the Mega Drive. Again, I don't think I played the it's arcade Nanko version. Game. Proper good old nineties sort of gore. Yeah, side-scrolling beat 'em up. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? it's quite a fun game to play yeah. actually. So um, the only other thing I was going to mention, which has been on Clov and on another podcast called the Arcade Outsiders, which I'm a follower. Oh, John's Arcade, yeah. John's Arcade. Yeah. And you've got to listen to the latest one of that because there's a guy on there who just recently discovered a load of very rare games, arcade games. I'm talking loads of them. I'm talking about 27 arcade machines. Unfortunately, it's in America, though, yeah? It's in America, Duh. but it still makes great listening because um, the games he's picked up are just awesome. You know, really, really cool. And the, he went over there to pick up a game called Amadar. And when he arrived there, the guy opened his garage doors and he just he just saw these other cabs. He just thought, sod Amadar, I want the others, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he had some really rare games like Sheriff, like the Bandido. Oh, and a Sheriff. Yeah. Your your Grail Cab. My Grail Cab, no. which was a Nintendo game, and then I think they licensed it, licensed it to Exidy. He picked up a track and field cocktail, oh, which nice. is quite yeah, rare. That's rare. Yeah, I think rare you can play four-player on that, can't I you? I think so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Puckman Booty, which I think is quite rare. Puckman. Yeah, have you heard that's of not it? the boot. That's the original. Original one. Oh wow, the Japanese yeah. cab is so much nicer than the yellow American. That's one. right. Like the Japanese one. But all it's the really Americans nice. apparently on the forum are going, oh yeah, if I got that cab, I'd take all that artwork and artwork <gasps> off and put the Pac-Man on. It's like, why would you do that? If no, it's no, like, the, the Pac-Man um, is a nice... The, the Japanese version of those Midway cabs were done by Namco. Yeah. And there's, there's a Galaxian, there's a Bosconian, I think there's a Galaga. Now, totally different artwork yeah. sets for the sides of it. And they look a lot nicer. And they've got square start buttons on them oh, as right. well. Yeah, they're really nice. Um, hard to find, though. Really he hard picked up a Thief, which thief. is... Yeah, have you played Thief? I've not played it. I, I listened to... I think when uh, the Arcade Exciders were at Grinkers, they were playing it there. Yeah, and they all fell in love with it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's a maze. Yeah, it's got synthesised speech, and it's like a maze game. Yeah. A bit like Pac-Man, but it's with cars and cops and robbers chasing each other around. But it's only had 21 plays, this machine. Wow. Yeah. That's that's not even been an arcade for a day. I know, well, this is like all of these cabs that he's picked up. This is what's so unbelievable about it. This guy that had all these cabs literally went into the arcades just as they were finishing and brought all these machines up and a lot of them are still in their box and he another one he picked up which was speed freak which is the only vector-based racing game ever made did you know wow. that no i never heard it before yeah the only vector game racing game i know of is on the vectrex yeah uh, it's just quite S- fun actually yeah. similar to that yeah oh wow i don't think he did do that you know i think he's got a delorean and he got to 88 miles an hour. Because <laughs> yeah. that's exactly, well, apart from rid the world of hunger and poverty and all yeah. that sort of stuff, I would go and get a load of cabs in the 80s. And the other cabs I just want to mention, which was Video Pinball, which I looked up on the internet, and that looks just awesome. Is this the Atari one? I'm not sure who it's by, actually, but it's got like a, it's got the mirror effect at the back, the mirror backdrop. Yeah, it sounds like the like Atari a, one. It's got a physical playing field. Yeah, and it play and it's even got the tilt. You can even oh, right. hit the sides. I played one at um, Fun Spot, and it was the Atari version, and it's a sort of a coloured backdrop. But the only graphics that the board is producing is black mm. and white, right? Just like the two flippers and the yeah. ball. And the screen you're looking at is where it physically, well, not physically, but video hits yeah. the parts. It's a really enjoyable game. It looks oh yeah. When you g- put it on main without any of the backdrops on, it's just black and white. You think it's just some balls flying. Yeah, but in a cab. With, oh yeah, it's really. It's got it's like a, a physical lights. playing field, and apparently you can change the physical playing field. There's oh, a right. guy. Uh, this uh, sounds different to what I'm. This old game about. is actually made 
a different physical playing field on it. We will have that in the show. It does look very that cool. Sounds interesting to me, actually. I feel yeah. So, yeah, that was really interesting. So, listen to that latest podcast by the Arcade Outsiders. It makes mm-hmm. very interesting uh, view, uh, listening. Yeah, I will. And uh, also, good news. Remember the sad news about the pony? The other oh, one? yeah, you get that fixed, did you? Yes, it wasn't a monitor issue at all, which was good. Mm. I put it on again, and the blue was still missing. I had to sniff around inside, make sure nothing was burning. It was okay. Yeah. Dragged the cab out, moved a load of stuff. I dragged the cab out, looked in the back, looked at the neck board, which I think where the problem was. Looked on the, the transistors. There's three transistors for the colours there. They didn't look burnt at all or anything, so I put it all back together again. Took the board out, put another board in to check the red, green, and blue. Mm. Absolutely perfect. So I was over the moon. So I had a look at the board. Notice there's a few a few dry joints on the transistor and there's a few little bits here and there. didn't look too nice. Give it a quick solder up, put it back, works fine again. Well, I wish I could say the same about my monitors at the moment. Yeah. I'm struggling with my uh, Nintendo cocktails at the moment. But I've just recently found, or Victor's just put me onto this local guy. And this is just what I wanted, was a local guy who could have the know-how to fix these old things. Yeah, we need, we need more people fixing stuff. Because so. the last thing you want to do is send the chassis off in, in the post, oh, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, nightmare. It'd be good if you... Because it's only a little 14-inch monitor. You can just yeah. take it around this guy's house, fixes it for you in a couple of weeks, pick it up, pay the money, box yeah. it, and you go. It'd be great. Yeah, he's done stuff for me before. I think he's quite good. It's handy to have a guy yeah. local. And when you go around to these people's houses, aren't you surprised what they've got? Yeah, he's you got know. a nice uh, Gorgar pinball there. You know, and it's, it's a bit good. like this guy who discovered all these cabs. Have you ever had? Have you ever gone round to someone's house, and then got in, gone in there for one reason, and come out with loads of others? Because well, like, all the, all these cabs he's got yeah. hidden away. Well, I've done that with collectors before. I've gone to pick up a machine and buying off them. And you'll go there and go, oh my God, you've got this, yes, and you've got yeah. that, and you've got, yeah. oh, where did you get this? Oh, come in the garage, have a look at this. Yeah. And they've got hordes of stuff. Yeah. Like, I haven't got enough money to buy all these oh, things no. from you. But that, remember that Outrun I picked up for Ollie, Muddy Music? Yeah, yeah. And I arrived there. Oh yeah, the guy had the Pong. He had an original Pong. Wow, amazing. And a Donkey Kong cocktail. Which, which you had to have. Yeah, <laughs> which I had to man. have, yeah. I mean, it's just unbelievable what people have got out there, and they're not even on the forum. Yeah. You know. Uh, we were talking about uh, Heart of Gaming earlier, which is uh, an arcade, a relatively modern arcade in Acton. Uh, I know the owner, Mark, a couple of other guys helping run it. It's a sort of, he's a bit of a contact really, because I've spoken to him before about having um, retro arcade game tournaments there, and maybe a Donkey Kong night or something, do the UK's version of a of Kong off, Kong off three and a half maybe. And he's all for it, and he also likes to do live streams oh, really? out on the internet. I think he does like live viewings, and he would like to do some with us. Because he said, if you've got good at a game, I know some people are good at games, so we know a lot of guys who are good at games. Mm. He'll do some live streaming, and we have a big party there. So I'm going to get onto him and try and maybe work something out for the, the community. A con off, definitely need a con off. Maybe a con off, but got he, a lot of he's got um, yeah, he's got a lot of sort of candy cabs as we were talking yeah. about before, the ones at the Paris place, with a lot of fighters in. He's got some shoot 'em ups. And he's also got a big area for dance, dancing games, DDRs, yeah. which are good fun. When you get into them, they're good fun. They're not our sort of thing, but no. if you want to have a, make an idiot of yourself, they're good fun. And they've got a big room for Xbox and mm. PS3 online gaming and such. Uh, and he's getting, I think he's going to get a racing car game soon as well. But so, some of the cabs he got there, have got some proper sit-down Naomi's, the, the really big 39-inch okay. screen ones. And they've got some older games on that. But he's also got, I think, six or seven ponies, mm. which he's strictly going to put Old school games in. Yeah, because that's what interests me. Yeah, we're, talking, we're talking Bubble Bobble, yeah. uh, Ghosts and Goblins, all yeah. the sort of, you know, a bit of Tekken maybe, 
he's really into some of the old Neo Geo games as well. And he's yeah, I always get put this. off with all the fighters. I love the fighters, but... You don't have a whole room full of them, though, do you? Well, I always get thrashed on them, and that just yeah. puts me off every time. I don't know. My, but with these my... arcades, they, they do do a lot of tournaments there. And a lot of the local kids, I think, who are good online, mm. who haven't got cabs, who don't know how to run cabs and look after them, they go there. Right. Um, and it's, uh, I think you pay, as you go in, you pay for the whole day. You can stay there all day long. They're getting refreshments coming on soon. And it's a really good place right. to go. I haven't yeah. been up there for a while. Yeah, we picked that cab up that time. Yeah. I think I'm going to get on to him. He's all for it. And we'll have to arrange something and mm. put it on all the forums and on here. Yeah, because he doesn't advertise it enough either. No, he's only got he? a Facebook page, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, it seems to work for him though, because he gets yeah. quite a few people there, and they do all night there sometimes as well, which would be quite. Although, because that's right, we we turned up there and they were sleeping on the floor. They, they were all yeah, <laughs> they were all passed out or all over the place. Any more news you got there for me? Um, well, any pickups this week? I just picked up a, a Mario Brothers marquee, which is actually quite a rare one because um, nice. Uh, most people uh, know the wide body. Yes, yeah, slightly bigger than your um, Nintendo but, but caps, yeah. the, the original size is actually quite harder to find, so I was quite pleased to get that. Oh, right, he did actually have the bezel as well, but he wanted such ridiculous amount for postage. Yeah, from America thought, again. Know, I just can't do it, but I really wanted it because I thought, you know, I could play that in Popeye if I wanted to. Oh, you know, awesome, that'd be brilliant. Just swap that over. Because yeah, yeah. the, the machine I made, the Hong Kong I made, I actually made it the, the monitor on a power which you can slide in and out and turn it around physically yeah. so I can put different games in it. But I haven't even managed to put another game in it. I've just been playing Donkey Kong all the time. Yeah. I love well, that game. cab, that Popeye, that's my plan just to keep it sort of, you know, for maybe a, a ver- versus and... A whore cab. Yeah. <laughs> anything on it. Abused. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. I haven't picked up anything this week, but I'm in the process of buying a new board. Yeah, what's uh, that? It's a, it's a Konami 573 board system board it's a motherboard it looks a bit like a PC but it's got Konami 80s classics on it there's 10 oh. games on it you can choose oh, is it's this a new like... thing that's come out no or? it's not new it's quite old now but I think they did it as a sort of an anniversary what all horizontal or all vertical games all vertical we're talking Kicker Puyen yeah. Time Pilot I love Puyen Rock and Rope I've like been that. playing Puyen on the NES and it's just awesome it's got Scramble on there I think Super Cobra all the, the good Konami games yeah. you can think of is on there so Hopefully, I'll be getting that soon. I've, I've got in contact with them. I'll sell. I'll have it. Yeah. I'm slapping the money down. Are they hard to find then? Uh, I've been looking them up for a little while now. They don't come up that often. Because yeah. the 573 motherboard, I don't think I have that many brilliant games. But this is one game that you want on it. Right. So, yeah, it's, it's good for us. Talking about games, what have we been playing this week? We've been playing Swimmer. It's a Tekan game from 1982. <clears throat> Tekan is now known as Tecmo. Uh, they made games uh, such as Pleiades, Bomb Jack, Star Force, and the Dead or Alive series. Some good games. Yeah. The cab. I'm gonna start with the cab because it's gonna what's gonna entice me into this game because I think um, I think um, otherwise I'd have walked straight past this game because the graphics are not that great, are they? They're but, garish. Yeah, They're really garish to be honest with but, you. But but the cab is the most beautifully cab I've ever seen. I think, um, and and that guy actually I mentioned earlier who picked up all these cabs recently, he picked up one of these. Ah, damn him! And he said it was just unbelievable. It's got like octopuses and crabs and mermaids all on the side. The artwork continues inside around the bezel. It's just just a lovely cab, 
and it's rare as well. I don't think there's many of these around. No. But, you know, getting on to the game... Um, well, the cab, before you go on to the game, the, the cab yeah. has got the most artwork I've ever seen on a cab. Yeah. There's a top marquee, there's an under marquee, yeah. there's art at the side of the, the monitor. And all around there's the coin door. Yeah, all on the coin door. There's a kick plate, there's yeah. obviously your control panel, there's full full-length ice artwork on the sides. It is an awesome-looking cab. It is. Cab. You've got to check it out and just check the pictures out of it because it is. it does look really beautiful. There's not many pictures of, of it on the internet, but... The flyers will be in the show notes, as yeah. usual. And a Japanese flyer, I noticed, as per usual with the artwork, is way better than way the American better. version. Yeah. It's got a much cheesier, uh, sort of anime-type, manga-ish, cartoony graphics thing, and it just mm. looks better than the, the, the dweeb in the arcade with his... Speedo's on, basically, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, this is what got me, because you've got this lean, mean swimming machine on the on the flyer, yet when you get to play the game, you've got this kind of Dawn French of the swimming world, you know. <laughs> and Those of you in America who don't know who Dawn French is, it's, she's, 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 a, a big lady. she's a big lady. Lovely. And um, I don't know, yeah, the character was awful. You know, just, just He's bright red, isn't he? Looks like he's been out in the sun too long. How do you know it's a he? Whoa. Oh, it's got it on the flyer, but yeah, I don't yeah, that's know. what that's how I know. Yeah, 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 that's how I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. It just didn't, didn't look right. Yeah, the, the colours are very, very, not even just bright. They're just garish. I mean, I love this game, and it's one of the the few games where I really loved it because I, I I was told about it when I was in America when I was in in the barcade there, and I played it and I loved it. And I was playing with a lot of guys, friends, and it was real fun. And we're trying to work out what to do and everything. And now I've been playing it a lot. It's sort of it's worn me down a little bit. Well, it's the music. Maybe the music does get on you. The music. I went out this morning humming, or it wasn't actually. I wasn't humming. It was no I'd hum it, but it was going around my head. And you swimming around my head. Swimming around my head. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but let's get on with the game then. So it's a sort of vertical sort of. it's actually horizontal mountain moniker, but you're you're going up the screen, oh, swimming oh, up the screen. Yeah. You're a chap, the swimmer, up the screen. And here is an excerpt from the flyer, the American flyer, and it's best said in an American accent. Oh, thing. you're not going to do your American I accent, am. are you? Treasure Island, <laughs> robust. Grab the joystick and dive in. It's a unique experience as you paddle your way upstream, carefully avoiding the driftwood and curious turtles. Yes, they bite. Gather the floating fruit for bonus points, but look out for the big guy. <laughs> and the big guy... Is a huge crab. Yeah. I don't know what these people were on. Probably the same kind of thing as the zookeeper people were on in the 80s, I think. Yeah. It's a, that's the end of level boss, isn't it? Yes. The big crab at the end. Well, it wasn't you, you, much of one, was it? Yeah, you just, just swim past him. You swim up levels one, two, and three are roughly the same, and level four is slightly different. Level one, you're swimming up the screen. You can go in eight directions with your joystick. There's one button for diving under the water briefly. And you're avoiding turtles on the first level, and also logs. All kids love log. Which, you, if you hit a log, you die. If you hit a turtle, they bite you, you die. Who's alive? There's fruit floating in the water. I don't know who's been chucking fruit in the water. Monkeys again? It might be. It might be. Thing with monkeys, didn't they? In the yeah, 80s. That's, that's absolutely. <laughs> uh, so you, you grab the, the fruit, and up the screen you go until you get to the end. After a period of time, there's a counter on the side of the screen on the right-hand side, and then Mr. Crab turns up. All you've got to do is rush past him, so you just go to the opposite side of the screen, go forwards, hit back. the dive yeah. button when he comes towards you and go on, and that's it. If you've collected four strawberries, at least, in the game, it fills up the sidebar of fruit. They've got four strawberries, and you've got bananas, grapes, and melons. If you get the four strawberries in every level, you get a 1,000-point bonus at the end of every level. And the other fruits on there are for the very end when you do the game, when you do the fourth level. 
Level 2 is exactly the same as level 1, but this time you've got sneaky crabs trying to get you, Mr. Krabbies, and you can get the crabs back this time. There's a yellow orb, they call it the magic yellow orb. Yeah, it's like a it's like a power up Pac-Man pill. Isn't well, it? this is what I don't get with it because it, yeah, where the, does that come from? Well, at the beginning I was trying to avoid it because I thought it was something that was going to explode, exactly explode in front of me. That's exactly what I did when America. Uh, it just didn't look a power up. I mean, why didn't no, they throw some some arm rings or you know armbands? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a, some, a slimming pill so it could look, at least look slimmer. <laughs> <laughs> or, or a life preserver. Yeah, you know? but no, so I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's, they, they call it the yellow glowing orb, and you can turn into Superman for a second. Yeah. So when you turn to Superman, you get some uh, sort of rushing music, hurry up music, and you can you can kill the other guys briefly. They turn a different colour, and you can kill them for a brief number of seconds, and then you're back to normal again. Uh, do exactly the same as the first level. Get past Mr. Crab at the end, and then you're on to level three. Level three is a little bit harder because there's no logs on this level, which makes it a little bit easier. But there's these water spiders which coast around on on the surface of the water, and they're really quick. Mm. The best thing I I found was to hang back. So you've got enough time to dive under or get out of their way quickly. Well, I just kept going for that pill every time. Yeah, yeah. Because I found, at least I'm safe. And they did actually become more frequent in that level, the pills. Yeah, they are, because I think the level is harder. So they don't yeah, but I didn't like the movement them. of those, whatever they are. What are they? I think they're like water boatmen. Water they're supposed boatmen. to be spider. Yeah, like water they kind of moved really odd, and I couldn't, yeah, really couldn't work out their mechanics. So there I, just kept... I think they just sort of, yeah, it's just best to avoid them, really, don't yeah. go near them. But as soon as you've done this level, exactly the same ending as the first two, get past the crab at the end, and then you've got level four, which is a static screen. You're not swimming up the screen. There's three fish at the bottom, which is supposed to be piranhas, and two fish at the top. And there's a load of rocks in your way. And you swim around, get the orb again, while the, the, the fish are actually trying to get you this time. They do come for you. You get the orb, kill the fish off. But the orb does not last as long as before. No. And it threw me a bit the first time I ever did it. Because you're trying to get the fish, and I've got loads of time, and then bang, you're dead. Yeah, it took me a couple of goes to work that level out. First of all, I thought the rocks, because there's a lot of rocks, it's, all, it's almost like a maze I was trying to avoid level. the rocks, but you can touch them. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you touch them, you can dive under them as exactly. well. Exactly, and you know, if you do get killed by one of the fish, all the fish start again, respawn again, don't yeah, they? Yeah, you get all five again. Which was yeah. annoying. But when you do this, it's not that difficult to do, just just get one or two fish at a time. And also, when, when you get the orb, they disappear. They try and swim off away yeah. from you. They don't come near you like the docile turtles and the crabs and the water boatmen. So when you do this level, you see a little cut scene where the guy swims up to the island. He jumps on there, gives a big strongman pose, and says, congratulations, you are great. Yeah. You're not that great. No, I'm not going to play that again. <laughs> but then it goes back to level one, and I got this far at least. Uh, there's more logs on level one, and then level two when you get the crabs... The logs and the logs that move across the big logs, which you're supposed to dive in, actually come down the screen at you. Yeah. It's rather than just staying across the screen. Yeah, I got to that level as well. That's basically the game, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, you could say that to to a lot of early games, but I don't know. It just didn't grab me. The music was annoying. It does get um, me after There wasn't a lot to the game. I mean, there's not a lot else to work out in the game. I mean, no. what makes a great game is either the difficulty level is quite it's hard and it gradually builds up yeah the curve yeah, yeah and the, the points you can you know you can get some big points in it like zookeeper you know we we're talking about that the bonuses and, yeah, yeah, yeah kept you coming back didn't it the bonuses on this when you do do the last bit and you are great business if you filled up all your fruits on the side you've got all the bananas you've got all the grapes and you've got all the melons yeah. you get 1000 2000 3000 4000 so you can potentially get 10000 points yeah. on the last bit which i've done a few times yeah i guess is that but i think it's because you're forced up the screen yeah, you know, not like 
other games where you can sort of think of a route you're going to take and maybe if that doesn't work out, try something else differently next time. Yeah, it's very linear, isn't it? It is very linear and you get pushed up all the time and yeah. I found that annoying. One thing I found, which is sort of a good mechanic to the game but annoyed me a bit, is when you, you let go of the joystick... Yeah. You'll, you'll come back down the screen like a flow, like with yes. tide, which is it's good for a tide. And if you, but it, when you, when you, you do get hit by When you press the dive button, you've got to yeah. make sure you're pushing up on the joystick. Yeah, otherwise you just dive down and come straight back up yeah. on the log, usually. And you can yeah. actually change your direction underwater. Yes, you can dive underwater and move to the yeah. side and stuff, yeah. It's sort of more of a panic button. If something's come towards you a bit quick, whack yeah. the button. And sometimes it doesn't react that quickly either. Yeah. And the collision detection is a little bit off. It is. You get an extra life at 10,000 points. And also, at the end, there's like a pinball level. You know, at the end of some pinballs, it gives mm. you a chance. You hit the button. And if you get the, the numbers counting up quickly, and if you get the same number as the end of your score, like a 10 and 10 on the end of the score, you get yeah. an extra man. You oh, get another okay. chance. Which I, I did once or twice, yeah. but not many times. It's one of those games where I really liked it, and it's sort of... I've got a bit bored of it now. Yeah. If I had an arcade, though, I think it would be in there because I just think the cab, just wins, the cab. The wind wins me over. It looks lovely. I think yeah, it's it nice. is an awesome cab. And, you know, it's not a, a terrible game. It's not a bad game. Yeah, that, um, that cab is really nice, I think. You know, if I had a big arcade, it would definitely be in there. Definitely. Top 10? Not in my top 10, no. Top 20? Because of the cab on the its cab, own, maybe. The cab on its own, yeah. The best thing so about this cool. game for me is the memory of Barcade. Because it was a game I'd never played, and I played a, a lot of so times. So you you've actually played on this machine. I have, yeah, that one. So yeah. You, yeah, right. It's nice. So yeah. did, you, did you notice the side art? I then? didn't because the machines are quite right. close together. And there's that's only the, yeah, that's the trouble with arcades. You know, you never get to see the artwork. Absolutely, do you? yeah. They almost need to be like I think uh, John actually and John's arcade went to an arcade, and they're all lined up on a on an angle, so you could see all uh, the side yeah, side art, yeah, which yeah. Is, makes sense really, doesn't it? Yeah. I also noticed about the game that the controls are very flighty. I was playing with quite a loose um, stick with quite a, a weak spring in it. Yeah. And I noticed that you, you do tend to tap the wrong way now and again and you get hit by things. Yeah. So a good stiff stick is recommended. Yeah. Well. Oh, hello. <laughs> so, and also the flyer reckons the game is so realistic you'll want to bring suntan lotion and a towel to your arcade. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to wear me Speedos and never know, goggles. Yeah, this could have been down at uh, LA Beach, California. You know, you could have just come off the beach in your trunks or your Speedos, whatever you're wearing, and you could come straight in there and play that. You know, you could feel like you're back in, back in the sea again. Or, you play or that. sunnier than that, real. <laughs> Wales. Or, or goring. Yeah. <laughs> So would well, you have it then, Vic? Would you buy I it? Would, I would just, if I get a cheap one, which isn't going to come up, because no. they're, they're quite expensive even in America, I think, but there's plenty of well, them. Well, no, I don't think there is plenty of them. No, I don't think they're quite a rare cat. I saw one. Yeah, but where did you see it? Was it in the market? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think, don't think there's many of them. No. Yeah, if I if I get one, I'd probably just for the... It's the same thing. If I had a bigger carcade, and yeah, I would yeah. have it in there, but I haven't, yeah, so... No. Well, on to the scores. What did yes. you get, old son? You I first. got... Um, I've written it down somewhere here. 32960. Oh, nice try. Nice try. Yeah. 41,310. Yeah, that was good, actually, seeing as you... I played it before again. Yeah. So, you know, you're a bit of a disadvantage again. There. But yeah, good, good score. You stuck at it. Well done. Not bad, yeah. Well, I got to the end, which is where I wanted to do, and, and get you, onto you the, looped and it looped it. Once, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the game doesn't really... It sort of bores you after you've looped it, I think. Yeah. And it... I was playing it tonight, just before I come out. 
and I couldn't even get past 20,000. I was yeah. just useless at it. It's one of those games where you leave it alone for a while, come back, get a good score, and then you rubbish again. Yeah. So, well, guys, uh, give it a go anyway. It's definitely worth a try. And, yeah, some friends um, of ours have been playing it. Uh, yeah. And my, my friend, who was playing in Barcade recently as well, he actually got 50-odd thousand. Yeah. He did really well, which I'm annoyed about. I don't think I'm that annoyed to go and beat it. I'll, well, I'll let him be the king of the played, summer. If he played it on the real cab, we can forgive him, can't we? He did, yeah, yeah. But I think so. he played it at home as well. So, well, it's your choice for the next game. What do you want to choose? Well, I'm going to pick a game that um, I'd love to own, actually, in my own collection. And it's a Nintendo, obviously. Oh, really? Yeah, it's um, Sky Skipper. A ah. very early Nintendo game. Before Mario? Before Mario. I think it's only been a Japanese release, but I'm not 100% about that. Yeah, our, our I Nintendo think... Bible of Cabs tells us it was uh, I've in seen... Europe as well, but I never saw one. Yeah, and I've seen a flyer, and it's uh-huh. got there is an upright on the flyer. Yeah, it's only in black and white, so we and can't see the colours. Nintendo can't we? of America only did the uprights. Oh, really? So that makes me think it did actually come out in America. Well, listeners, if you know of one, we want it. Yes, <laughs> I want it. Yeah, well, not... even, even some pictures of a colour a colour scan of one maybe. Because yeah. in the in the flyer we've got, it's only a black and white picture, isn't it? Yeah. There's... There was also a MIDI cab. A cabaret version, like yeah. the, the Donkey Kong's Donkey Kong Juniors, right. which are ultra rare. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, there's not a lot of uh, information about this game, but um, it's a great game. I, I really like it. So I've played it a few times, and I quite like it. Mm. It's very Donkey Kong-ish. The graphics yes. are ish, and the sounds are ish, and I think it's yeah. the same sort of. Uh, you can see where Donkey Kong evolved from. I think you? so. There's monkeys in it, isn't there? Yeah. And anyway, so let's not say too much about that. Yeah, yeah. Save that for next week. Everyone, get playing it. It's a good game. Yeah, cheers everyone. Uh, That's about it from us all. Thank you and goodbye.